The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. IQ Bars are freaking delicious. No matter how you eat, IQ Bars are very diet-friendly. They're a great on-the-go breakfast option or afternoon snack idea. So whether you want the perfect healthy grab-and-go breakfast, mood-boosting hydration, they have what's called the IQ Mix before or after a workout, or jitter-free caffeine to get you out of that afternoon slump, IQ Bar has it all. Discover the brain and body-boosting benefits of IQ Bar with the ultimate sampler pack. You can get seven IQ Bars, which are so good, four IQ mix sticks for mood boosting hydration and four IQ Joe sticks for that afternoon slump and energy. And today our listeners get an exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping. All you have to do is text ABW to 64,000. The sampler pack is a great way to try all IQ bar products and flavors. All IQ products are gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and contain no GMOs or artificial sweeteners. IQ bars are plant-based protein bars packed with high-quality ingredients for both your brain and your body. And the IQ Mix is a zero-sugar drink mix that hydrates with electrolytes, improves mood with magnesium, and boosts clarity with the Lion's Mane Adaptogen. On top of all of their benefits, I love how delicious the flavors are. They have delicious flavors like blueberry, pomegranate, peach, mango, blood orange, and lemon lime, which is my favorite. And then the IQ Joe is a jitter-free instant coffee packed with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine, mood-boosting magnesium, and productivity-enhancing lion's mane. IQ Joe comes in four delicious flavors, the original black, the vanilla spice, the cafe mocha, and the toasted hazelnut. So good. They all taste so much better than brewed coffee. Refuel smarter with IQ Bar's ultimate sampler pack. That's seven IQ Bars, four IQ Mix Sticks, and four IQ Joe Sticks. And now our special podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ Bar products plus free shipping. To get your 20% off right now, just text ABW to 64000. Get your discount. Text ABW to 64000. That's ABW to 64000. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. We get to consult people around the world via telehealth, and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and the newest book, Gut Feelings. If you want to learn more about the clinical work that we do, our telehealth center, we actually have brand new telehealth patient options now open and lots of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners of The Art of Being Well, we're giving away 
free signed books. No matter when you listen to this episode, all you have to do for a chance to win is head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review itself, or you could screenshot your Apple Podcast review and message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. And every single month, my team and I will be going through the messages on Instagram, as well as the Apple Podcast reviews themselves, randomly picking winners from both places. And then I'll reach out to you. I'll ask which book you want me to sign and we'll send it out to you. All right, good luck. About every month, we have entire episodes devoted to your burning health questions. And this is the latest installment of the Ask Me Anything episodes. So you submit your health questions. It could be about anything, functional medicine, wellness, the latest science and nutrition and food, any weird wellness trend you see on social media, send it to us and we'll give you our hot take from a functional medicine perspective, a science-backed, credible, sometimes funny, if it warrants it, perspective on the different things that you hear about health and nutrition and wellness. So you can submit it to this email that we talked about the last Ask Me Anything that Emily F. did not know what the email was, but Emily M. <laughs> did know. I still yeah, M's backing each other up always. Yes, thank you, M queen. squared. Thank you, queen. What is the email? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> again, it's like, what? Wait, I me again. Yeah. Hello at drwillcole.com. Okay. Thank hello you. at drwillcole.com. Submit your questions. We add it to a Google doc and we'll get to as many of the questions as we can get to in these episodes. All right. So to help me out every Ask Me Anything episodes we have, you just heard from Emily M on the functional diagnostic team with me. She is a brilliant functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. We worked together for a long time. What, like seven, eight years? Yep. A long time. You still weren't at my wedding, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was a twin sister. I was at her wedding, but I wasn't invited to your wedding because it was before I knew you, really. There's still beef. It's fine. We'll work through it. Now everyone's going to be like, wow, he's such a jerk. <laughs> okay. You can't be mad at him. He wasn't invited to my wedding, but his brother was. <laughs> yes. Which in hindsight, it's messed up. It's messed up. So I, I didn't know, Emily, how long have you been married now? I've been married almost eight years. So we met literally like right after I got married. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah, count. It doesn't count. It's I fine. Count. Just missed it. I was at <laughs> her sister's wedding and it is what it is. And the other side to ask the clinic team, ask Emily M and I, your burning health questions. We have the brilliant Emily F. What's up? She's Good part afternoon. of our patient logistics team. She coordinates with Emily and I's team to really provide our telehealth patients the best care and something that we love to immerse ourselves in and really provide the best functional medicine telehealth care in the world. That's why we've been doing it for 13 plus years at this point. So let's get to the first question. And right. we're going to do what we have been doing lately. People ask us a lot, what is our take on different wellness trends on social media? So we're going to do some of those, hot or not, wellness trends, and then we'll get to some of your questions as well. Let's jump right into it. All right. So first we have peptide therapy. All right. So peptide therapy, people are talking a lot on social media at this point. Hashtag peptide therapy has 21 million hashtags and the different individual peptides have a lot of hashtags as well, but they have different acronyms that sound very Star Wars-ish like BPC-157, <laughs> TB-500, CJC-1295. The different influencers, celebrities are talking about different health benefits purportedly for these different types of peptides, like improvement in gut health, lowered inflammation levels, improved brain function, longevity, immune function, skin health as well. Basically, a lot of inflammatory problems that these peptides are supposedly helping people. So what's our hot take? You're going to get that today. Interestingly enough, we've talked about semaglutide, the generic, and then Ozempic and the Wagovi and the Manjaro. Semaglutide is a peptide. So Ozempic semaglutide craze is really peptides. It's that this class of tools are is way more than just weight loss, way more than just semaglutide. So my take on this is something that we have worked with telehealth patients on peptides for a long time. And it's something that the accessibility, the legality of it's not always possible depending on the person and how it's working with different telehealth patients, but it's certainly something that we've been immersed in in the science for a long time. The ones that really have the most 
evidence. Let me preface this is that a lot more research has to happen. Most of the studies, actually all the studies that I know of were either rat studies or in vitro cell studies. So I, I would just encourage the academic world, the science world to really do more research on these. But the research that we do have is really compelling. And as far as side effects are concerned, there's really no major side effects if these are done appropriately with really efficacious sources and you're doing it appropriately with a doctor. One that I love the most is BPC-157. BPC stands for body protection compound. These are all found originally in different parts of the body and then they're synthesized, standardized, and they're basically synthetic versions of what your body's already producing and given either orally or through injection for therapeutic benefits. So BPC-157, I mentioned it stands for body protection compound, and it works by stimulating the body to form new blood vessels in a process called angiogenesis. And it basically is, has this regenerative capacity. It, it, it stimulates the body to regenerate. So the gut lining specifically for people that have inflammatory bowel issues, IBS, Crohn's, arthritis, and that whole inflammatory bowel spectrum. I've seen great success and compelling research in rat studies and in vitro studies showing this anti-inflammatory effect on the body and repairing an inflamed, damaged gut lining, basically, and lowering inflammation levels. There's also studies that show it can have a positive influence on the activity of neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine. Then my mind goes to the gut-brain axis, and we know what impacts the gut also can impact the brain and vice versa. So it's been postulated it can be beneficial for people that have neurological issues like depression, seizures, pain issues, and for wound healing beyond the gut, like muscle and tendon healing. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I've experimented with more than injections. I've experimented with orally, just supporting gut health. We deal with a lot of people that have gut health issues. So I wanted to see how it had an effect on me. And I did notice a difference. I considered it a tool within the toolbox for a time. I don't take it consistently. I don't take it all the time, but it's something that last year, I believe, I did try consistently and saw a difference. So that's one that most people in our realm are excited about and something that we have seen great success with as well. Another tool in the peptide world that I want to give my thoughts on is the copper peptide. From a skin standpoint, supporting skin repair, I've used copper peptides topically, not internally, but you also can get it injections and orally as well. But you could also, you can get skin products with copper peptides that I've seen great success with, as well as injections. And one that I've seen helpful from a neurological standpoint and an immune standpoint is something called thymosin alpha-1, which can have antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal benefits really helping with chronic infections. We do a lot with people that have chronic mold toxicity, chronic Lyme disease. This is something to look into the research. Yeah, those would be the top ones that I've aware of and seen success with. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I would say this is a hot for me. I think that these are just great tools to bring in, especially when you're talking about someone who's dealing with you know, stubborn inflammation, autoimmune disorders, gut issues that have been going on for years. These types of tools can really help bring down inflammation quickly, regenerate the microbiome, you know, considering the regenerative properties, wound healing. I mean, we can see a lot of great changes really quickly with bringing in peptides like these. Mm -hmm. Do I think it has to be for everyone? No, I don't think it has to be for everyone, but I think it is something that should be explored more. I think that we can often get intimidated and, you know, I would be lying if I wasn't saying I was intimidated by looking into like, mm -hmm. you know, injections and things mm -hmm. like that at first mm -hmm. as well. I think we just get intimidated. So we stay away from that stuff mm -hmm. sometimes, but these are advanced tools that really can help someone heal and move the needle. And that's really, mm -hmm. you know, when we're looking at therapeutic 
tools to bring in for patients, these are things we should be paying attention to because mm -hmm. they're working, they're helpful and seeing how much they're really helping the body regenerate itself. I mean, that's what we want. We want to mm -hmm. see people understand how their body can heal and it can thrive. And, you know, it does help mentally, emotionally too, when you start to see results, not to say there's nothing that's going to be overnight by any means, but especially when you can find therapies like this that move the needle quickly and everyone's completely different. But at the same time, we've just seen it help in a, in a big way, a lot quicker than some other things too, that I, I think it should be looked at. It should mm -hmm. be used. It should, it's something that can be really helpful for a lot of people if it's mm -hmm. something we, if we find necessary. Yeah, certainly. If you're a longtime listener, you probably know I've been drinking AG1 for years. It's something that I've used personally. My telehealth team loves it and we recommend it to our telehealth patients. It is a fantastic, easy thing, sustainable, practical thing that all of us can do to support foundational nutrition, which is something that AG1 has been educating us for a long time. As somebody that looks at labs for a living, I see nutrient deficiencies all the time, and it's an underlying cause. Nutrient deficiencies are for sluggish energy, brain fog, fatigue, inflammation issues, feeling anxious, depressed, so many things. Nutrients, vitamins, minerals, cofactors are the raw materials that we need to thrive and feel our best. And AG1 is very easy, just one scoop. I put it in water in between consulting patients, mix it up in water, very easy, tastes great. Or you can mix it in a smoothie as well, but it's one simple, practical self-care tool you can use to support your gut health, stress management, immune system support. And since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining this formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Think of it like a multivitamin, multi-mineral, a green superfood, an adaptogen blend, a functional mushroom blend, a probiotic blend, all in one to support whole body health. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs and what my telehealth patients needs daily. That's why they've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and also five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash willcole. That's drinkag1.com slash willcole. Check it out. Welcome, Welcome to, to Barely, Barely Filtered, Filtered, hosted by us. I'm Aurora Culpo, star of the HBO Max show, The Culpo Sisters. Don't tell my sisters I said so. I'm a recently divorced mom of two living in Los Angeles with my ex-husband. I'm part granola mom, part glamorous jet setter. I'm Kristen Gaffney, also a mom, a startup nerd who modeled for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit and the founder and CEO of Super True. I always like to microdose my coffee before I hit up carpool. Welcome to Barely Filtered, our, our safe space. <laughs> Here, we discuss health and wellness, becoming a grown-ass woman, and what's going on in this crazy world. And while we don't agree on everything, we do agree on this. We, we want, want you, you to live, live your best in life. One that I didn't mention that I have combined with the BPC-157 is... Uh, KPV, which we oftentimes overlook, yeah. but it's this combination of lysine, proline, and valine. There's a peptide that is actually found in the hormone, alpha melanocyte simulating hormone, alpha MSH, okay. which is a biomarker that we run for patients via blood that you will see suppressed in a lot of people that have these chronic biotoxin issues, whether it's a bacteria, virus, mold, or a combination of the three. And KPV and MSH acts as an anti-inflammatory, sort of immunomodulatory right. signaling molecule. So KPV can be a way to get that MSH up. And we know yes. we look at HLA gene variants that some people are more prone to lower MSH levels. So this could be a way to support healthy, yes. optimal MSH levels. Again, more research needs to be done. This is all just cutting edge stuff that we're experimenting with it clinically, right. but there's still so much more research that needs to be done. But I do love the immunomodulating effects of a lot of these peptides, mm -hmm. the anti-inflammatory benefits, the wound right. healing benefits. For people, this is not the, like the first step. This is for people that are stuck, that have tried everything, that are looking for a different 
cutting edge tool within their toolbox. Yeah. And if honestly, if you look into what has been done, and I agree what you said, Dr. Cole, that so much more research should be done on these things. But if you really look at the benefits of these and you understand the, the mechanism behind it, they're really not that, they're not radical. They're, mm-hmm. you know, the antioxidant properties, the immune properties, I mean, the anti-inflammatory properties, these things aren't radical. They're incredibly helpful yeah. and they're really not out of the ordinary. Yeah. They're just stimulating your body's own production or own capacity for healing. There's one more combination that we don't use clinically, but I know a lot of people have questions on. It's the CJC 1295 paired with the epimorelin. It is a, basically a muscle building fat burning tool, which again, we don't use it really with our patient base, but I definitely have seen some compelling research around it as well. The caveat here is that just recently, depending on when you listen to this, just recently, the FDA came out with a press release that basically made it very difficult for compounding pharmacies to carry these peptides. So state licensed pharmacies, it's, they're going to basically make it very difficult for pharmacies and physicians to provide peptides to their patients and to the population. So, I mean, look, I, I'm not going to pretend it's above my pay grade on pretending the ins and outs of how these things work with the FDA and all of that. I don't want to get political with this. It's unfortunate when there's reasoning given here for the, as far as the potential safety risks, f- as far as the FDA's press releases for BPC-157, they said compounded drugs containing BPC-157 may pose risk for the immunogenicity for certain routes, which means immunogenicity is like basically saying it's immunomodulating, it's immunoreactive, mm-hmm. potential immunoreactivity. Well, yeah, it is. It's that's, modulating them. That's why people are do? doing it. <laughs> that's why people are doing it. But food has immunogenicity. Yeah. They're not outlawing food that can have that an immunoreactivity, <laughs> or they're not outlawing a lot of drugs out there that have immunogenicity. So it is interesting, but I don't know. Could it be the fact that there's a pharmaceutical? conflict of interest as far as lobbyists are concerned. That's what some people are suggesting. And that certainly has been the case in the past, that good things are are taken off the market because it has pharmaceutical interest to then put a brand name label on it and to have it sold and monopolized in that specific way. So food for thought, TBD on all this, where this lands, there are lots of medical doctors and pharmacists fighting this to make this accessible for people. But, you know, it's definitely, it's so cutting edge that we will look back on this and probably have more research. And as news comes out, we'll try to include it in these Ask Me Anything episodes. But that's our take on it, is that Mm -hmm. the research out there is really exciting. We have seen experiments with it done clinically for the past years with our telehealth patients. But it's, as of recently, gonna be a lot more difficult to get at people. The next hot topic. The next one is castor oil packs. So castor oil packs. Let's look and see how popular this is on social media. It's a home remedy. To me, it's like the crunchiest thing. It's been around <laughs> since I was like a little kid. It's so crunchy. Yeah, I in hate the that. 90s, I feel like it was like <laughs> it's back now. Now it's having its TikTok era. But oh. castor oil packs are really, really nothing new. I grew up in a pretty crunchy home and this was like a thing. But the liver support detoxification supposedly speeds digestion, boosts immune system. These are what people are saying on social media, lymphatic drainage, lowering inflammation, improved circulation, relieving menstrual cycle pain. And the hashtags, castor oil packs, have 49 million at this point. And hashtag castor oil pack without the plural packs <laughs> has 109 million. Some people like the wow, plural, wow. some people like okay. the singular. Okay, didn't get the memo. <laughs> yeah. Drop the, the S. Yes, drop the S. That's where the hashtags are at. So what's our hot take? It's something that we recommend to telehealth patients. So, uh, Not to be crunchy, but we do. Yeah. We are crunchy now. Yeah, but it's nothing new. It's no. oil made from castor beans, and it's basically from a plant, and it has just a blend of polyunsaturated fatty acids. We don't really have patients taking it orally, even though that is a quote-unquote like natural remedy for people that have 
sluggish GI motility or constipation. We're talking about topical on your skin use, making sure that you're getting natural, organic, hexane-free castor oil. And well, I'll let Emily M explain how you're going to do it, but there's really no side effects. I mean, some people can have detox symptoms. Mm. If you're pregnant or breastfeeding, obviously that's sort of the blanket one that you want to be mindful of. But it is a great tool that we've seen work well for people that have GI issues, menstrual cycle issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's a specific polyunsaturated fatty acid oil that is within the oil that has basically anti-inflammatory, analgesic, pain-relieving benefit. That seems to be the mechanism of action if you're interested in the science of it. And you're basically putting more of the oil on than what you can rub in on the skin. So the way that I think of it is it's kind of like a transdermal, like people have like hormone patches, like hormone replacement therapy patches. This is a similar idea in the sense of your skin's one of your largest, if not your largest organ. What you're putting on your skin is going in and this is sort of like a concentrated, focused dose for your skin to absorb this oil that has some stimulating detox supporting anti-inflammatory benefits. So that's where I've seen it be successful with our telehealth patients. But do you want to tell them how to do it? Yeah. So basically what a lot of people utilize these castor oil packs is to help with detoxification. And as you said, if there is any bowel movement issues, so what you're going to do with the castor oil pack is it's really like a cloth pack because castor oil is kind of messy. And as you said, Dr. Cole, we want to get a more concentrated amount here. So you're putting on a couple of tablespoons into the middle of the pack and you're putting it over top of your liver, which is underneath your right rib cage. And the goal would be to have it on there as long as possible. A lot of times we may recommend to start out even just a few hours with it, especially if we're someone is more sensitive and we want to avoid any detox reactions. We might just tell them to wear it around the house, like while they're cleaning or running errands or something like that. The goal, though, would be to get to the point where you're sleeping in it overnight, because then again, you're really allowing the body to absorb it fully. And that's something that you would do on a daily basis. And there are some caveats to that. You know, if someone is trying to get pregnant, we may say use it from, you know, your day of menstruation up until ovulation. If you're tracking your your pregnancy or ovulation, Mm -hmm. then if you start your period again, then you can use it again. So those would only be some caveats. You don't want to use it during pregnancy unless you're trying to induce labor because it can stimulate the uterus. There's some research that shows it can stimulate the uterus, which is why it's actually used as a natural inducer. I actually used it to help induce labor with my daughter. So it worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> worked a little too well, but it worked. And you did it orally or via the pack? I did it orally. And the thing about it is you have to be careful taking it orally because if you take too much, it can induce diarrhea, which is why we find it a lot better if we're using it topical rather than taking it oral. But for induction purposes, they have you take it orally. So I did that. And again, it worked like a charm. And there's, you know, some good research around it to use as a natural inducer. But yeah, that's why you wouldn't want to take it during pregnancy. Got it. I am aware of one small study that used castor oil packs, not orally, for people that had severe constipation. And the adults in the study used castor oil packs for three days. And what they found was it didn't change the number of bowel movements, but it did make them easier to pass softer and reduce some of the other unwanted constipation symptoms. But we've seen it as far as like our clinical experience, we have seen yeah. an increased GI motility. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely think that we have. And in general, you know, a lot of times when we see people who have a sluggish liver or like a lymphatic system that's not draining properly too, it can be helpful to just optimize what we're doing. You know, I don't think it's the end all be all. It's not something that I would say is going to be the the magic cure if you're needing to really figure out what's going on. I really pair it with something yeah, in addition something to So it's not something yeah. that I would use by itself. Right. Because it like, for example, I think what you're saying is if irritable bowel syndrome constipation is driven by SIBO, 
Right. The castor oil pack is not going to deal with the SIBO. Right. But it's going to help alleviate some symptoms yes. while we would recommend dealing with the SIBO, which is what we would do with, with telehealth patients. Yes, absolutely. Ricinoleic acid. That's what was the name. Ricinoleic mm -hmm. acid is the main component, compound, the active compound, if you will, in the castor oil that researchers are saying has that sort of analgesic benefit, anti-inflammatory, pain-relieving benefit. But it's like any whole food, quote unquote, or whole like product like that. It's ricinoleic acid is going to be the one that like researchers are talking about, but it's a full spectrum of different compounds. These polyunsaturated fatty acids, these, I'm sure these different nutrients that are there that have a synergistic effect on the body. So I've never used it, but I don't really need to. Yeah. Honestly, my family members use it. My husband uses it regularly. I've used it on a regular basis. The one thing I will say, if it is something that you try, wear old clothes that you don't care about getting ruined because <laughs> it does stain easily. And again, if you're sleeping in it overnight, maybe just like put a towel down or again, just wear old clothes that you don't care about or old sheets. One of the top things that we see at the telehealth clinic People that are struggling with weak hair, they have hair that's falling out, it's unhealthy, they have some hair loss, unhealthy hair, and they're looking for ways to support their hair as well as their skin and their nails. So my job is to look at labs and figure out what's going on, right? And we have to support their hair health in this example from the outside in as well as the inside out. When it comes to hair and scalp health, finding a product that actually works and is made with clean ingredients always seems like a trade-off. A product that I love that works fantastic for our telehealth patients is called Vegamore. Vegamore products are made with clean ingredients and will give you visibly healthy hair and scalp. With Vegamore, you're able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair, all without harsh ingredients. Every pink bottle of Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. What's even better is Vegamore's value kits, like the Grow Essentials Kit, spelled G-R-O, the Grow Essentials Kit, where you get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. When you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more and you never run low on the products you need to take great care of your hair. The key is consistency in your routine with your most beautiful, healthy looking hair. I recommend using Vegamore's Grow Hair Serum daily and your hair and your scalp will be flourishing. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of the Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. Give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, the Art of Being Well listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash and use code willcole at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash willcole, code willcole to save 20% off your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash willcole and use code willcole. The earlier you catch cancer, the easier it is to beat. About 70% of cancer-related deaths are due to the lack of effective early detection methods and screening options. Early cancer detection is a beacon of hope, shining a light on the path toward early intervention, turning fear into opportunity. MD Lifespan is a longevity clinic that offers this hope to every single client, and this hope is called a liquid biopsy. A liquid biopsy is a simple blood test that can find almost all types of cancers many years before you experience symptoms or the cancer shows up on a scan. The MD Lifespan Longevity team will review the results with you virtually, providing you with helpful next steps. Look, as someone that looks at labs for a living, I can tell you labs can improve your quality of life and labs can save your life. It doesn't matter where you live. MD Lifespan can help you get your liquid biopsy test right now done and review the results with you in a virtual appointment. Visit mdlifespan.com slash testing slash cancer to learn more about the test and how to sign up. That's mdlifespan.com slash testing slash cancer that's mdlifespan.com slash testing slash cancer. What are some 
patient stories? Do you have any patient things that you think of? Yeah. I mean, we've had, I mean, we've definitely had a patient who is dealing with some heavy detoxing and especially we're, we're seeing a lot of symptoms around even things like anxiety and fear and terror. And again, we're doing a lot. It's not the only thing that we're doing, mm-hmm. but was she was really having a hard time bringing in supplements too, just because of the demand on the body and just every, all the different variables that were involved. And so we were having such a hard time titrating supplements in. And so we brought in a couple of therapeutic tools and one of those was castor oil packs. So along with some other nervous system regulation tools, we brought in castor oil packs and just the, again, it doesn't fix all of the problems, but Uh what it has helped with it actually, we've seen an improvement with her ability to titrate up to more therapeutic doses of the supplements that we wanted Mm -hmm. to use and having more regular bowel movement. She's someone that was dealing with some chronic constipation too. So you can just tell that this person is having a problem detoxing in general, because we can see it in multiple different avenues and especially with the body not being as receptive to supplements and Mm -hmm. being more sensitive to that. We thought it would just be helpful at just helping eliminate a little bit easier, just helping kind of just help the body be more relaxed too. Yeah. So again, didn't bring it in by itself, Yeah. but I've definitely noticed improvement yeah. since we've brought it I in I can think her. of a lot of cases like that where it is like, we're not a research facility. Right. Like it's going to be a part of a lot of different things they're going to do. Yes. And we're fully aware of the fact of, you know, this isn't done by itself. There's a lot of variables, but that's how I see things like this shine. Because even the research in Turkey showed, it's like this one study didn't increase gem motility per se, but it improved symptoms and made it easier, right. less uncomfortable. Okay. That paired with dealing with the SIBO in some cases or poor vagal tone in some cases, it's really going to have a synergistic effect. And that's yes. where I see it really, it shines. Yes. But with that said, I have people that are sluggish, very sluggish constipation. And that's the one new thing we brought in. And we do see a needle moving tool. Yep. Some people is going to be a bigger tool than other people. Mm -hmm. I think it is. It's just understanding that because I do think in the world of, of social media around castor oil packs right now, there's lots of tools that this happens with, but it is kind of used as like the the magic cure-all for all your needs, which I mean, there is some cool research around the things that it can do, which I love, but understanding that for some people, you're going to need a lot more than just a castor oil pack to fix what's going on. And, you know, there's a lot of castor oil out there, making sure that you're getting good quality is so, so, so important. So I know that you brought that up earlier, but definitely something, I mean, we utilize the Queen of Thrones brand a lot and okay. we've just found that it's a great- Queen of Thrones? Queen of Thrones, So we'll yeah. put the link for Queen of yeah. Thrones. The, the functional diagnostic nutrition team, they know the brands like the back of their hands. I'm always recommending things and then they get, <laughs> they find the best yep. source yeah. of it all. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then M takes care of getting it for us. Yeah. And then Emma, <laughs> you're talking to the team that yeah. handles yeah. this stuff right now. <laughs> And then Um, you ship it out to people. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask, like, is this something that anyone can like DIY with any castor oil? Like, is castor oil something that needs to be as regulated as like ingestible dietary supplements? I mean, if you're looking at supplement, anything like that, anything that you're you're either taking orally or you're putting topically onto your skin, which is your largest organ, Mm -hmm. you really should make sure it's good quality Mm -hmm. because it's, it's not regulated. So people can slap a brand on there and call it anything. Yeah. So yeah, I think that we should be making sure you're getting quality mm-hmm. castor oil just as other supplements that you would want to make sure are third party tested or the real ingredients that they're saying they are. Yeah. So yeah, that's why we advocate for the brands that we've vetted that yeah. we've seen good results with. And then real quick, and I apologize for my ignorance here. I should probably know this by now, but like how would you distinguish a detox response from like an actual reaction to That's something? A good question. That is a great question. And it's one that we get a lot. Here's the thought. It's like we use that term so flippantly sometimes, even us, like we, the detox symptoms mm-hmm. or Herxheimer responses or die-off symptoms. And is it something that someone should push through or is it something that we need to titrate the dosage? It is such an individual determination. And that's the science and art of what we do with patients, Emily. Generally speaking, I would say when I'm thinking of my patients that have mold toxicity, chronic Lyme, GI issues, 
I don't want them to quote unquote push through. Right. Because a lot of them can. They're strong people, stronger than most people are. And I used to carrying heavy things and going through heavy things in their, as far as their symptoms are concerned. So they think more is better sometimes because they just want to get better. Right. And they'll do it on a Friday when we're gone for the weekend. And we, that's what we're very clear on education. Start off low and slow, titrate, meet your body where it's at and give them lots of pro tips when we're giving any telehealth patient a protocol to set them up for success. I don't want them generally speaking to quote unquote push through because mm. we can find a dose or frequency or both that meets their body where it's at. Mm -hmm. So it's progressive, mm -hmm. but it's not unbearable. And we can move the needle without suffering. And there are certain exceptions to that rule. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you're going to have some temporary Herx response, Herxheimer right. response, where things feel a little bit worse, but then it calms back down. Mm -hmm. So I'm not talking about momentary, I don't feel so good, but it doesn't last days or weeks. Mm -hmm. right. I think once you talk about that, you're going to have to come up with a plan B yeah. or plan C. Like either it's going to be a dose change. It's going to be some detox support around that. I'm thinking of antimicrobials, right? People that have SIBO or mold, Lyme issues. Sometimes you can get Herx issues, but can you bring detox yeah. support around that to mitigate that Herx response? So your question was, how do you know? The difference. The difference? Yeah. How you know is the context of what that person's doing. Mm -hmm. And that is knowing their health history, what their body's doing, and adjusting it accordingly. There's not a hard and fast rule, I guess, yeah. around that. Yeah. I love what you said, though, about just adjusting dosages, too, because I think a lot of times what we hear is, oh, I'm having a reaction to this. I have to stop this or this is bad for me. This isn't going to work for me. And sure, sometimes maybe it isn't working and it isn't the right tool that we're right. bringing in. But sometimes you can adjust the dosage and just find a better dosage for someone. Yeah. And it works wonderfully, yeah. too. So there's, there's a lot of different ways that we can go about it. Mm. Yeah. And when we bring in, Emily mentioned earlier, the nervous system regulation, detox support, that allows sometimes a lot of other things that we need to do. When we're talking about SIBO, my mind's coming to like SIBO case. Like if like someone's having problem with titrating an antimicrobial up, then these detox supporters, whether it be sauna or breath work or some sort of somatic practice, that will allow us to titrate things up a lot more without a Herx response, without mm -hmm. a quote unquote detox symptom. Yeah. We use that word detox a lot. I don't like it because it's yes. so overused. And you it's always like, remind us not to overeat. It is true. It is a catch-all, 100%. And it's sometimes it, people see it as a good thing, but it's not always a good thing. Mm -mm. Sometimes you're taking too much for your body. Yep. And you need to do mm -hmm. less. And it's like a detox symptom. Sometimes it's like a badge of honor for the person. And yeah. it's like not Putting your body into a state of shock is not going to help it. No. no. That sounds no. lower and slower, lower yes. and slower, sustainable yes. and more enjoyable is the way to go. I'm always looking for ways to make drinking more water easier for myself and our telehealth patients. So we don't even have to think about it. It's just something intuitive. And drinking water is obviously so important to staying hydrated and healthy and feeling great. In fact, 60% of our bodies, if you didn't know, is made up of water. And if you're like me, you probably don't trust your tap water, really. We shouldn't. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group or the EWG, three out of four homes in the United States have harmful contaminants in its tap water. I want myself, I want my kids, I want my family to grow up healthy and strong. So we have to make it a point, if we want that, to build healthier habits for ourselves and our family. Staying hydrated with pure, healthy water, it really begins there. That's why you've got to check out AquaTrue. It's a brand that I've recommended to telehealth patients for years. And AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing, very easy Anybody that listens to the podcast can use this. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher fillers and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS in your water supply. PFAS or PFAS are found in almost 45% of U.S. tap water. And I'm grateful that AquaTrue is certified to remove these contaminants. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher capacity under-sink options. 
They even have a Wi-Fi connected purifier and mineral boost options. It's proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IAPMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, and these PFAS or forever chemicals, nitrate, and so much more. Long-term exposure to these forever chemicals are linked to things like cancer, autoimmune conditions, endocrine system disruption, liver toxicity, which is why I'm so glad that AquaTrue removes these forever chemicals. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Today, my listeners receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier right now. So all you have to do is go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code WillCole at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier right now when you go to AquaTrue.com and use code WillCole. So I was skeptical at first because I've been seeing this all over the internet, but I tried Blissey's silk pillowcase and I can't even tell you how much better I'm sleeping. It's time to upgrade your sleep with Blissey's award-winning 100% Mulberry Silk pillowcases. The holidays are just around the corner. I can't believe it. And if you're looking for the best gift you can give, look no further than a Blissey Silk pillowcase. Silk is honestly the most luxurious gift to give your friends or family. These are the perfect gift for any occasion. Plus, it comes in a gift-ready packaging. They'll be sure to love. Give yourself the gift of Blissey today and you'll want one for every room of the house. Just you wait. Because if you struggle to find the cool side of the pillow, Blissey silk pillowcases are temperature regulating and have naturally insulating properties. If you sweat and overheat while you sleep, Blissey is for you. On top of that, it is also so good for your hair because it reduces frizz, tangles and prevents hair breakage. It keeps the moisture in your hair and keeps your skincare products and natural moisture on your skin because silk does not absorb the moisture on your face. It is a game changer for your skin health, your hair health, and your sleep quality. Blissey Silk Pillowcases are the best silk pillowcases on the market. They have a ton of different prints and colors, and they can make great gifts because they're an option for literally everyone. They have over 1.5 million raving fans, and you could be the next like myself. Try now, risk-free for 60 nights at blissey.com slash and get an additional 30% off. Come on, guys. That's B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash and use code willcole to get an additional 30% off. Give yourself the gift of a good night's sleep with Blissey. We have some audience questions, right? We do. We have What's a couple What's the first of them. one? The first one is, if I work out, then spend time in the sauna, followed by a cold shower or pool time, am I negating workout benefits? After a sauna, should I be more concerned about all the pool chemicals in my skin? Oh, okay. So this is about like timing of saunas, cold plunging or cold showers, and workouts. When you're working out, you want to be inducing some micro inflammation, right? The theory of exercises to break down muscle, to build it up stronger, right? So you want that sort of the muscle fibers to break down and tear a little bit, these micro tears to then build up stronger. That's how you can get gains as far as like building lean muscle mass. So the way that I would organize it for patients is if they're going to do the cold shower or the cold plunge and the sauna and working out is to have the cold plunge or cold shower prior to the working out. So you could do that first thing in the morning, you're doing the cold plunge, depending on when you're working out, you could like allow your body to warm up a little bit, stretch, do the warm up for the workout, but you can do the cold shower or cold plunge before the workout. And that can be a great way to have that sort of vasoconstriction, vasodilation from a workout benefit standpoint. The sauna, I think, is a great tool to use post-workout because it's facilitating that heat standpoint to maintain the benefits of the workout. I, generally speaking, would not recommend doing a cold plunge, cold shower right after a workout because you want to maintain that micro-inflamed state. Remember, inflammation is not inherently bad. That's the benefit of a workout. 
So I would do it depending on the person's goals, at least five hours can be even longer. I normally go six to eight hours after my workout before I'm going to do a cold plunge or cold shower. Now, if someone's an endurance athlete, they're training for something, right? And they're not looking to build muscle per se. They're just looking to calm some inflammation. Maybe it's an injury from the workout and they don't care about the muscle building. They just want to feel better. Right. Then the cold plunge after the exercise can be completely fine because you're doing it therapeutically to just calm that inflammation of that injury that you have. All right. So I don't want people to become maniacal and obsessive about it and get so religious and zealous about it. But generally speaking, if you're looking to leverage the benefits of all of these tools, that's how I would stack it. Wait until five to eight hours after you work out before you do the cold plunge, if you're interested in building muscle. Uh, the sauna, you really can do it before or after. It really doesn't matter because it's more in alignment and congruent with the benefits, the mechanisms right. of action of that workout. Now, as far as the pool chemicals, that's a completely different topic. You know, yeah. I, I, I think <laughs> there are different pool systems that use a lot less chemicals by breaking the sodium chloride molecules and having sort of a hybrid pool. I'm not a pool expert, guys. I don't know if you knew that or not, but I'm definitely <laughs> not a pool guy. But they have lower levels of the chlorine because they're using salt. It's not a salt water pool from my understanding, but they will split the sodium chloride molecules and chlorinating the pool using salt water. So the amount of quote unquote chlorine is from salt and it's a lot lower levels. Or there are salt water pools as well. So yeah, obviously your skin's your largest organ. I would not recommend if somebody's yeah. having a pool to use high levels of these chemicals and it's not needed today. There's a lot more uh, sophisticated pool systems that use either lower or no chemicals. It just seems counterproductive in a way to like use a sauna then jump in a pool full of chemicals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it if you've all, if you've had that pool, like, like you said, it's like it's you almost have to pool. like yeah. redo the whole thing. But at the same time, if you understand, you know, obviously if you're using a sauna, if you're doing the plunging, you're doing it for some sort of purpose, Therapeutic right? Benefit, exactly. Yeah. yeah. For a benefit. And you, you're probably understanding the mechanism behind what the sauna is doing too, mm -hmm. detoxing, reducing inflammation, improving circulation, like all of those different benefits. So you're asking the question because you probably already understand that this isn't mm -hmm. the best option. So yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would recommend doing a sauna than jumping right into a pool full of chemicals. Yeah. yeah. Look, you're going to probably get more benefits from the sauna and then just rinse off in the shower. Yeah. Cool. And shower. And hopefully you are having some filtration on your home. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> the city I mean, water is probably not that much better. <laughs> it's like drinking he, a pool. Here's the thing. That is very true. Hopefully you have a filter on your shower but <laughs> or your home. But at the end of the day, I mean, we never want to talk about this in a way that produces fear in some, and you can't avoid toxins fully. But there are, as you said, Dr. Cole, there are so many alternatives and better ways to be able to do these things now too, I think it's worthwhile looking into. I mean, if you can get a more non-toxic pool, I would want that if that's something that yeah. I have. And pools are expensive. Yeah. So might as well go a little bit extra and get something you're going to, yeah. if you're going to use it all the time. And have peace of mind about it. Yeah, exactly. So that's my thought on the stacking from cold shower, cold plunge. Now, let me say this. Cold showers do not get as cold, generally speaking, as a cold plunge. So will the cold shower cancel out your workout? No, it's just going to impede some of the muscle building benefits of, of working out in theory. So it's not like yeah. it's, wow, I've never worked out because I jumped in a cold shower. I don't think that you're just down regulating some of the muscle building benefits in theory. You know, you're getting super granular here. But since you asked the question, that's my thoughts on it. The next question is also about saunas, but take a little bit of a turn. Can you start using a sauna if you're not sweating and are binders a must? If so, can you share suggestions? Great question. So we deal a lot with, as I mentioned earlier, people that have biotoxin issues, they have different methylation, HLA gene variants, they are more prone to Herxheimer detox symptoms, they're more prone to having sensitivity, susceptibilities to environmental toxins and biotoxins. So the question here kind of infers knowing that we do this clinically. So binders are different natural agents. There are pharmaceuticals, like cholestyramine is a pharmaceutical that acts as a binder, but we're 
typically use blends of activated charcoal, zeolite, diatomaceous earth. We use modified citrus pectin. We use psyllium husk. These all could act as like mild binders to more intense binders, I guess you could say. Do you have to use a binder if you're using a sauna? No, you don't need a binder. The, the, the mechanisms of actions are different, right? One is working through the gut, right? Binders are primarily absorbing things and binding things. They're nonspecific binders binding things in the gastrointestinal tract. Saunas are detoxing through your skin. Now, there are some overlap or it's upregulating a lot of different processes in the body. So I have seen people that are extra sensitive to Herx responses, detox symptoms from saunas that notice a decrease of symptoms from binders, but that's a small subset of people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people are like, oh, if we're recommending a binder in their protocol and they can't sweat and bind at the same time, I'd rather you just be consistent with both. Right. There's a small subset of people that we notice clinically have less Herx detox die-off symptoms whenever they do the binder and sweating together or around the same time. Let's just say that. This, the minute you're taking the binder, it's not kind of working right away, but they're at least take, maybe taking the binder shortly before, shortly after, and it's alleviating some of the symptoms. I don't think that that's necessary for the average person that's listening. Now, the qu first part of the question, can you start using, if you're not sweating, we see this a lot with nervous system dysregulation issues, people that have vagal uh, nerve issue, which is the largest cranial nerve in the body, it's impacting that aspect of the autonomic nervous system anyways. So their sympathetic is, is overactive, the parasympathetic is underactive, they have maybe different methylation, detox gene variants, a whole confluence of variables, right? Who knows exactly what it is, but they're dealing with a combination of issues that we know we have to be supporting. And that's why we have to work. We have to be working on detox pathways. We have to be working on improving vagal nerve tone. And those people will sweat. So you have to start off low and slow. If you're not sweating, I want you to be building up heat tolerance. I want you to, over time with consistency, sweat in a shorter period of time. So you're not in the sauna for an hour and a half, which is not reasonable for most human beings out there. And the goal is to get them to sweat in the sauna in 30 minutes. Like they're not in there much longer than that. Maybe a little bit warming up, but pretty much 20, 30 minutes, we want them sweating and working up to that. Our patients do not do that when they first meet right. us. Mm -hmm. They have to be in that sauna blanket or that sauna for a long time. We have them preheat their body kind of yes. like getting a hot shower, a hot bath before the sauna blanket or the infrared sauna. We have them work out before getting in there so we can kind of shorten that as much as we can. But once we work on nervous system regulation, the amount of stories I've heard, it's profound where they they sweat like normal. Not that, 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 that they have excessive sweating, but they are sweating appropriately, which is a yeah. normal thing. Some people see it as a badge of honor too. Like, oh, I don't sweat. Oh, literally. Like, like a demigoddess. <laughs> like that's not a good thing. It is probably my favorite question to ask on a consultation. One, because it surprises people the most sometimes that I'm asking it. And then you explain why and they, they understand it. But I always tell people if I ask the question and someone's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I think I sweat pretty normally. I'm like, oh, you would know if you don't. I feel like sometimes most of the time when I ask that question and someone doesn't sweat. They're like, I don't sweat no matter what I do. But you're right. Some people do see it as like this badge of honor of like, <laughs> I, I never sweat. sweat. I just get a little glisten. Yeah. <laughs> I just sparkle. I, I don't just sweat. like glow. That's all I do. That's actually not what I want to hear. Like, those toxins are what's glowing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, you want to sweat. You want to sweat. You don't need a binder. No. If you're prone, like extra sensitive detox binders can be helpful in theory, but they're really working on largely two different mechanisms. One's right. binding things out of the gut, one's working through the skin detox pathways. But there may be some overlap of the body clearing things out one way or the other. So great question. At the end of every Ask Me Anything episode, Emily F. asks the patient team a hot it's like personal question corner. Person. Yeah, we yeah. don't have a name for this. <laughs> we need a name. Yeah, I'll come up with that for next time. I'll be more prepared. <laughs> <laughs> but when did you start your wellness journey and what made you want to start? So I have always been interested in health. I mean, just to give people a little bit of context, I packed my lunch as a kid and I would pack bell peppers. <laughs> 
tomatoes, the most <laughs> random fruits and vegetables, whole things. I, like I was like a rabbit. I think of like I was the rabbit on Winnie the Pooh. That's that was me. <laughs> I just ate whole fruits and vegetables, and I'd like rip out the center of the pepper and eat it as like a preteen. In hindsight, it was a freaking weird kid, but I like that was me. Like so, to start of my wellness journey, that was me. I was always fascinated, and I, my first job was at the finish line. Shout out to the finish line. <laughs> 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 I was like 16 years old, working at Westmoreland Mall. Shout out to Westmoreland Mall. <laughs> that's a different topic. Malls need to come back. Oh my need gosh, to figure no, that do not out. get on the mall. Okay, I'm not going to I'm not gonna get on the topic. Malls and movie theaters. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's directly proportional to the demise of culture. Okay. <laughs> I used my paychecks to go to the health food store and basically was like biohacking before biohacking was a thing. And I always read about the latest like herb or adaptogen. And this was like in the 90s, like the late 90s, early 2000s. So yeah, that was me. It's like just part of my life. My dad was a um, bodybuilder. So that started even before that. I and mean, we're talking about really like the 80s. My dad was a bodybuilder and I thought it was normal to have like your dad lubed up with baby oil <laughs> and pink Speedos. But turns out it only is for children of porn stars and bodybuilders. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. More you know. You know, I will say if there's anyone that I could go back and read their diary, it would be you. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Simple wow, life. your childhood life. stories. I know. Wow. How about you? So I wasn't packing bell peppers. <laughs> I have four siblings. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She crushed it. Shout out to Michelle. Shout out Flasher. to Michelle. Mama so D. Many <laughs> so Michelle. I need to stop that. I'm going to tell her to listen to the episode. It's <laughs> a weird radio yeah. show. <laughs> Shout out to the... <laughs> This is this is Delilah after dark. Shout out to finish line after like twelve seconds of silence took me. Yeah. Shout out to shout outs. I don't even know why you got on the topic of the mall, but uh, anyway, shut up. I'm not, I'm not saying that anymore. Well, I apologize my first in job advance. Was at Taco Bell, and I oh. will not shout them out. So. <laughs> I had to work there because I got in trouble in school. So oh, anyway, yeah, not not so much the same experience for me. But I think for me, I was also always interested in health. But my brother got sick when I was in uh, high school. So all throughout my high school career, I guess, my brother was at home sick with cancer. And so it wasn't like we were healthy per se. I mean, definitely still did more of the conventional route there. But it just created, I think, a motivation for me to understand a little bit more and to explore this stuff a little bit more. And so when I went to college, I actually went to study pre-med and I only did nutrition as like basically an easy thing to do under pre-med. <laughs> at, at first, that's really how it started out. I can't lie about that. But mm -hmm. then I fell in love with it. So I think it just is something that has evolved for me over time because nutrition in college really isn't nutrition, mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess. Like, no, yeah. It's just so different. So, so sterilized. Yes. And yeah, it was my first job out of college was in a hospital. And I, again, it was nothing like it is, you know, like we're studying today, which I hope they catch up to. I, I hope yeah, that, you me know, too. there's awareness brought there. But yeah, so that's kind of how I got started on it. And, you know, I think it's just something that has evolved over time. And now my whole family is really into it. So including Mama G, shout out to her. So she's a big fan of Dr. Will Cole. Yes, she is. We're Instagram <laughs> friends. All right. Sorry, I've been laughing thinking about oh, yes. who I'm going to show <laughs> So the beginning of my story is similar to yours and that like different family health issues kind of like kickstarted like the idea of like, well, what are we like putting in our bodies every day? Like we eat three meals a day. We eat snacks. Like what is in all of that? And my stepmom is a nurse. And whenever we moved in with her, shout out to my stepmom. That's why I, that's why I wanted to show. <laughs> there were certain things that she was like, we're not having that in this house. Like that is like one of them was pot. Like we were not having which is soda to the rest of the yeah, world. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I thought she said pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably that. <laughs> One of them was pot. But 
<laughs> so like I just after that, like I started to think kind of like what food I was putting in my body, but then like the interest in like cosmetics and everything that came later, but on my own, I just randomly wanted to not be confused by the label that I was reading. And like, mm-hmm. like, what even is that? Like, I can't even pronounce that. What are all of these things? What am I, I'm breathing these things in like when I'm cleaning or whatever. And that's literally it. So probably in high school is when I really started to just like make slow switches from like toxic to non-toxic. And I would say now <laughs> besides the food I eat, that's a topic for another day, <laughs> but like the items and the products I use, those are more so non-tox now. So you're saying the patient team yeah. has ripped off on you a little bit? Uh, yeah, a lot of it actually. Cause I like can overhear like different suggestions that are being made and it it makes me curious too. I'm like, well, maybe I should be using that. And so a lot of things I've made switches to things I've heard about here at the clinic. Well, you know, you have free console access anytime you want. Yeah. I'm just down the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) I always get this little pop in like, I have a random question, not about work. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Like just about me. Sorry. (laughs) No, it is. It is. You do learn a lot just by doing the education or listening to the Mm -hmm. information too, right? You're like, okay, is this something which I love that about Mm -hmm. and obviously anyone who's listening to this too, right? You're trying to figure out how to better yourself, better your health. I think that's important. It's easy to be a sponge here. It's really hard to not take home what you hear about at work every day. Yeah. Yeah. grateful for that we're all packing our lunches down here <laughs> yeah. with bell peppers yeah. no speedos <laughs> yes no speedos and no baby oil no baby oil please <laughs> shout out shout to, out to baby shout oil shout out to baby oil <laughs> alright we need to wrap this we need okay, to land this shit <laughs> bring it home yes. I apologize I'm gonna retire shout out <laughs> never again never again shout <laughs> retirement agency <laughs> yes it's been retired this will be the last time you heard this hey hold me accountable i need help all right reel it in okay really all right guys if you want to learn more about the clinical work the telehealth center we actually have brand new telehealth patient options now open lots of free resources everything you learned today check out the show notes we put links on all the things we talked about check it out at drwilkel.com see you next time Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.